listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, this is SBS On The Money for this Thursday, the 13th of May. Later, technology stocks continue to take a beating, so has the bubble burst. But first to the share market because global markets have taken a tumble amid US, technology, US inflation fears. For more, I spoke earlier with Kyle Rodder from IG Markets. Kyle, the market is down today, why? Um, short and sweet, I suppose it was the US CPI data that we received overnight. It came in a lot stronger at 3% uh, year over year against expectations of 2.3%. Raise those concerns about inflation getting out of control and the Fed having to more or less uh, remove some of its uh, policy accommodation earlier than expected. So really bad for stocks on Wall Street and that poor lead set us up for you know another day of losses in the ASX today. So a higher inflationary environment in the US how will it play out here and what will it mean for investments? Well, it's, it's a big one. And I think it's, you know, obviously really important to sort of outline that it's, you know, not necessarily inflation in, of it, in and of itself that's a problem, but it's inflation that draws the Fed into removing policy supports. So that means higher interest rates um, and less asset purchases. So the QE program being tapered. Um, in the United States, for financial conditions, that's really bad. That's really bad for stocks because it means relative yields become uh, a little bit more narrow and stocks become less appealing. Valuations also become really, really stretched as well. Um, locally, what does that mean? Well, it's, it's a different state of affairs. If global markets start to go into a little bit of a schism because of poor financial conditions because the Fed removing support, that's going to be bad for our equities. But there's also some tailwinds there that could be potentially good for our stocks as well. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean the RBA will move on their policy. They'll probably move independent of the Fed, although it might affect their QE program. Um, and the weaker Australian dollar could also be um, reasonably positive for our stocks as well if the Fed starts to taper and the US dollar rises. So. It's a little bit of a multifaceted one. Um, overall, it's bad for equities across the globe if the Fed does start to move. Um, but there might be some you know, mitigating factors for our market that might mean that we don't feel the pain quite as much as US stocks would. Part of that inflation story, I guess, is those um, higher iron ore prices. Where to now and what does it mean for local iron ore players? Yeah, well, I mean, you certainly wouldn't want to get in the way of a roaring bull market that we've seen recently. You know, there's reports that steel manufacturing is still really picking up in China. There's also the element of speculation in the market um, and the Dalian exchange um, in Asia has more or less tried to increase margins. So you take some of that speculative heat out of the iron ore price or iron ore futures, which seems to have played a part in pushing it higher, the price higher recently as well. Um, but in an environment in as inflationary environment. Um, commodities are a really good play. They're good for commodity prices. Um, and if we st still see um, more or less the economic recovery unfold through this, um, there's still upside potentially for, for some of these iron ore and miners um, on the basis of um, you know higher commodity prices, even if it does lead to inflation in other areas of the economy. Back on inflation, some people were betting on Bitcoin as a hedge against it, right? Then we heard from Tesla overnight, which bought $1.5 billion worth of, uh, of Bitcoin earlier this year. But now it says, or Elon Musk says, they're not going to accept Bitcoin for payments for its cars. So what does this mean for its value? Well, it's a bit of a shock to the system. And again, it's another market that's been very driven, very much driven by speculation and liquidity. Um, so there's been a lot of cash going around. And I think 
Bitcoin has been used more as like a gold alternative in the last probably six to 12 months or so. All this money going through the world, low interest rates, it's been a bit of an alternative asset class to, to sort of edge against that. In, a, in an increasing interest rate environment, it might be very interesting to see if we continue to see that kind of strength in Bitcoin. I don't think crypto is going anywhere. The, the, the Tesla story is certainly a, a bit of a slap in the face because it shows that potentially there's less mainstream, um, uh, I suppose, adoption from, from companies um, to, to, to you know, um, use Bitcoin as a, as a, as a tool for, for payment, um, which obviously you know, Elon Musk has more or less said now they're not doing anymore. And he said that on they're doing it on environmental grounds. So it is a little bit of a... A, um, you know, a step backwards for, I suppose, the, the crypto maximalists but that believe this is really going to take over the world. Um, but I think in the long run, there's still that kind of investment case as a, an alternative to gold. Uh, the issue is there then that, you know, in this kind of raising rate environment, that's not a great um, setup for those sort of assets either. So it's um, it's been a little bit of a rough day for Bitcoin, to say the least. Kyle Rodder there from IG Markets and technology stocks have continued to be slammed amid those inflation talk uh, in the US and the sector has now entered correction territory. For more, here's more of Kyle Rodder. I mean, I'll go out on a limb and say more or less it has. It's in corrective territory now. And I mean, if you look at some of the valuations before we got this correction in tech stocks, they were extraordinary, especially in the buy now, pay later space. So there was definitely signs of, you know, a speculative euphoria there. So, you know, however, however, the, the big, uh, the bubble happened to be it's certainly deflated a little bit if if not burst of course you know it goes back to this notion of interest rates and tighter financial conditions across the globe if we see yield curve steepen across the globe and valuations get stretched um, those growth stocks in the tech sector really do start to get uh, hammered so it's a, a tough time for, for tech stocks um, in, the, in the United States is, is obviously feeling that right now the Nasdaq is down quite considerably our market was arguably more frothy than that as uh, to so seeing this big wholesale sell-off in, in some of these big high, well, previously high-flying tech names. Well, I guess a lot of these new investors that came into the share market over the past year were attracted to these tech names and these surging prices, right? And some may have bought in at, at higher prices. So what now? And will there still be growth eventually for some of these names? I think there'll be growth in, in tech stocks almost because inherently that's that's what tech stocks are. They're, they're growth names and they offer those opportunities. I think what's changed over the last few months though is that sort of indiscriminate throwing money uh, at these companies and just watching the, the stock price go higher because there was so much liquidity in the market and we've got all this you know optimism and, and momentum behind these names has probably diminished. Um, and I think now it's one of those times where you maybe dust off, you know, your old intelligent investor by Benjamin Graham or start watching a few Warren Buffett videos about, you know, value investing and really looking at companies based on their fundamentals rather than thematics and momentum um, and, you know, interest rate policy and all those sorts of things. So there's definitely still value in that space, but now is the time for discernment. And unfortunately, some of these companies probably won't return to quite their highs anytime soon if we continue to see this macroeconomic environment unfold. So combining all of that together, how do you play the market right now? Well, I mean, you really do want to start to change your fundamental assumptions about inflation if we still continue to see the chance of a Fed rate hike increase. And that's really the key thing that you have to be following here if you want to really stay abreast of the market at the moment and your, your investment time horizon is a little bit shorter than the very, very long term. Um, and, you know, these sort of buy and hold investors that are willing to, to look through these sort of cyclical periods of volatility. But, you know, I think if you do continue to look at value sectors like the banks, uh, the miners and the energy stocks too, which tend to perform well in raising rates environments and environments which are, are reflationary, if not inflationary, that's a very, very good thing. Growth stocks um, and stocks that trade on high multiples like your technologies, your, your biotechs are, are far less attractive 
attractive. And then if you look at sort of, you know, um, ways to trade this outside of the equity market, well, commodity price is obviously an inv- inflationary environment. Having exposure to them is fantastic. We're seeing, you know, lumber prices, corn prices, all kinds of agricultural prices going through the roof at the moment. Uh, and then you also look at your currency hedging as well, potentially, because if the Fed starts to hike interest rates, the dollar's going to go up, the Aussie dollar's going to go down, and there's all sorts of currency market dynamics that you have to take into consideration there too. But essentially, it's possibly if we do get the Feds having to to hike rates, and I have to express that they said that they won't do it. Um, They said they'll look through these kind of inflationary um, shocks, if you will. But if they have to hike interest rates, it is definitely something that will change the game. And, and, you know, for investors that like to be a little bit more nimble and and move around their money um, a a little bit, um, it's it's definitely cause for, for changing the way that you're approaching these things. Kyle Rodder there from IG Markets. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Business Ricardo. Talk to you soon. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.